Hi guys and welcome to another episode of Laura on Air UK Maps Edition and I'm here with my friend as always Jan. Say hi Jan. Hi. And we're here for another bonkers week on maps. Just when you thought it couldn't get any crazier. Yes it does. <laughs> but we love it. We so love it. <laughs> so love it. I mean I mean it's it's such a love-hate relationship because I'm like that's stupid. That has to stop. I can't. That's bad. I'm, and then, but then, am I there glued to the TV every night? Of course I am. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, Monday, if you can think back that far, um, believe it or not, our newest couples moved in. I can't believe that they haven't been there longer, to be perfectly honest. Yeah, that's crazy. I, I forgot them. they only moved in on Monday. That's, I know. That is nuts. Um, and everybody else was debating about uh, the whole Bianca situation with uh, JJ and Ella, whether it was the right thing to do or the wrong thing to do. For the people yes. who have no moral compass and the people who do. <laughs> Bianca went back and had a chat with lovely Laura again, because bless her, she has now turned into Lucy from Charlie Brown with the psychologist's office is now open. I <laughs> Bless so many people turn up at the table for guidance and advice. <laughs> I know, are they paying her extra? <laughs> I know, I know. She's definitely, definitely now the fourth expert as far as I'm concerned. <laughs> right, I know. But I guess she's the voice of reason, isn't she? Of all of them, she's got that bit of maturity and she's yeah. um, got that listening ear and she's very articulate. So I can understand all of that, why she's yeah. there. It's a nice mix-up for her from counselling Arthur, isn't it? Oh, yes, yes, absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> now, we have George and Peggy. George is finding it hard to hold his tongue. And he's not being himself and he's wondering if he can carry on because he's getting nothing out of the relationship in return. Yeah, well, I mean, I think we're going to find this as a week where Peggy's pretty much wound. <laughs> not just George, but everybody up. <laughs> yeah. uh, and I mean, we're not finding out anything that we already haven't said week after week. He has to pretend to be somebody he's not to please Peggy. So the moment that 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 uh, George steps out of the mold Peggy's right in there saying that you know he's an embarrassment and she has to make excuses for him and yada yada and so you know if he wants he, he's trying to work towards um a more romantic relationship with Peggy he wants to take it further he wants sex you know um so if he doesn't if he doesn't tell the light and do the right thing he's not going to get there no he's not going to get any <laughs> Um, Ella and JJ got a hot date down in the pool room and, and they were discussing what they wanted for them now that they'd ditched Bianca and uh, Nathaniel has gone. Yeah, Ella says she doesn't care what anybody else is thinking because she's there for her now. Yeah, I really love Ella, you know, and I'm finding it really difficult this week because, yes, I understand, again, she didn't get what she came for. It's Daniel didn't give her anything. She was disappointed. She, and I, I understand she'd been in the experiment for a longer time than Bianca in that. Uh, Bianca was in the same kind of situation as Ella, but 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 Ella was in it longer in that shitty in that shitty situation. But the fact that they don't seem to care about anyone else's feelings, they just want to get what they think they deserve. It's hard to stomach, isn't it, really? Yeah, yeah, it, it is quite hard to stomach. And I think the general public have found it quite hard to stomach too. 
And and if they can keep saying that, like JJ can keep saying, I didn't have time to tell her in the right way. He was in the same bloody building and he had a burner phone. <laughs> there was <laughs> many ways to go knock on her door. You know, they Ella or and him could have had a hundred ways to tell her before that dinner party. Oh God, yeah. I, I, there's no excuse for that. So we sit down on the couch with everybody and I'm going to have to be a bit la-la-la about something because this was the longest ever commitment ceremony. Didn't you think it was actually the best one so far? I thought more couples got along this week on the couch. Oh, yeah. Uh, I thought it was a really lovely week for commitment ceremonies. I thought people got along. We saw some really lovely couples like say nice things about each other. Can we skip forward through those people? <laughs> yes, let's, let's. So let's start with Mark and Sean. They're very happy with each other. They certainly had some fumbling or sex or something on the honeymoon. Um, and uh, they discussed very briefly Mark's fear of rejection. Then they said stay. Uh, Peggy and George, it was picked up by the experts. They asked, are you having concerns if Peggy is attracted to you? Mel spots he's feeling rejected. I don't know how I feel about this Peggy and George situation because everybody, especially the things people are saying to me um, on Instagram and stuff, is that some people think that she's staying for the wrong reasons because Mm -hmm. she clearly doesn't feel that way about him. Um, So is it that she's staying for the telly time or does she actually want to make it work and she just is going slow? I, I feel like nobody really knows right now because it feels like they've been in the experiment long enough that either they should be moving forward. You know, mm. like Roz and Thomas didn't start off well, but they're moving forward now, right? Yeah. Speaking of which, they were next on the couch. Um, and they said that having mum and dad there had been good for them. And they talked about wanting to be more sexually adventurous. He was told to go off and buy some sex toys. Yes. I mean, uh, you know, these, this this is a couple that really wound me up at the beginning. I just wanted them to go home. You know, every time they came on the screen, I went, oh. But clearly this experiment does work because they did the tasks, they tried their hardest, and now look at them. They have turned this relationship around, and they're really quite lovely together. Oh, yeah, they're really cute, actually. I think they're actually people's favourite at the moment. Mm-hmm. I'll be with you on that yeah. one, definitely. Then they pulled Ella up on her own onto the couch um, and they questioned her about from how did they go from strong the week before to her being single now. I don't think that was a lie. I think that was more of a lie on Nathaniel's part because I think he was telling her that things were turning around and she wanted to believe him. Hmm. But she realised quite quickly that it wasn't. And then she saw JJ and she was smitten. And she thought, why the fuck am I trying with this guy when it's not going to go anywhere? And she just jumped ship. Yeah, yeah. Well, Bianca got straight in there saying how she felt. And she was angry that Ella was the first one to be texting JJ. I'm sorry, Um, but it it doesn't matter who texted who first. They were making... They were making goo-goo eyes at each other mm. at that spa day. Yeah, from right? day, and that was, day one, pretty much. Yeah. Yes, and yeah, they were they it was already happening, you know, and, and so th- does it matter who texted whom first? It does it really doesn't, because they were both equally to blame. 
And it annoys me that the blame keeps being put on one person because it does take two to tango. Yeah, and but the rest of the group were really quite hard on her and JJ at that point, I felt. They were all sort of having a chip in about how they felt about it. Well, I, yeah, because the thing is, when you're in this experiment, right, and you've you've done the work and you've gone through the ups and downs and you've, put, you've, you've been raw on television and, you've, you know, and then people come in and take the piss and and just do whatever they like it pisses everybody else up because they're following the rules as hard as it is right so yeah. people don't want to do these tasks you know but everybody does them because it's supposed to build a relationship and then other people just go and do what they like it doesn't sit well with the group because then they think what is the point of us doing this if everybody doesn't play by the rules yeah absolutely but we got another cracking ella line she's very good at these one-liners i have to say she said I feel like I've killed a family member for all the flack we're, we're getting. We haven't yeah. even kissed. Yeah, here's the thing, though, and this is what an annoyed me in this episode, is that what they weren't getting um, is that they kept saying, we haven't done anything. Mm-hmm. I don't understand how they're not understanding from the moment that they started flirting with each other. They had mm-hmm. already done something. Like when Paul says, you already have an illicit relationship because the intent was there. Yeah. They wanted to get to know each other. They had a spark. At least Ella went back and said she flirted with JJ to Nathaniel, right? At least she owned up to that, that she had feelings that she liked him. She liked how he made her feel. So if he if she felt a certain way, then clearly there were feelings. Yeah. So, I mean, for JJ kept saying, but I haven't done anything, is so ridiculous because he, I mean, he was never gave Bianca anything anyway. But from the moment that he saw Ella, he decided he was wasn't even going to start to try. I mean, at least Ella and Nathaniel were there for a few weeks, you know, like at least she she did, actually did try to make that man like her and it yes. didn't work. Yeah. But JJ they... did nothing. He came, he had a nice holiday on his own. Then he saw Ella, then went back and had a wank in his own, <laughs> his own personal <laughs> place, you know, like he was just done with her, wasn't he? Come on. And so for him to keep saying that, it seems like JJ wants everyone to believe everything's happening around him and he's not, He's not to blame for this. It's it's out of his control. These are just things that have happened to him. And let's face it, when he gets up on that couch with Bianca and he says, I tried, I tried, but, but the spark just wasn't there. What did he try? Did he do any of the tasks? Not really. Did he I... stay in an apartment with her? Did mm-hmm. he hold her hand? Did he look into her eyes? Did he try to do it? He didn't do anything. So try isn't real. No, that's true. He just turned around and said, you're thinking with your dick. Yeah, basically, yeah. He says, because he, okay, when, when Bianca says it, and he's like, and then she, he says, so let's talk about the spark. <laughs> let's talk about everything that you've done. So basically, you looked at Ella, you felt something in your pants, <laughs> and then you decided to act on that. So, <laughs> yeah, he got well and truly called out for that. Well and truly called out for that. And then the last thing about that I'm going to bitch about is the fact that nobody, that neither of them seemed to want to, Bianca to have her say. They um, they were like, yeah, it's fine. She can be upset, but now she needs to be done with it. She's allowed to have 10 minutes of upset at that dinner party, and then she needs to shut it down because it's making them feel bad, and they don't want to feel bad because yeah. they're, just, they're just in love. And why should they be made to feel bad about being in love? I feel like... No one takes any accountability for the fact that they've hurt other people. They've hurt Bianca. They've hurt the whole group, right? I mean, and they just keep the looks coming off Ella when Bianca is 
saying how hurt she is. Oh, yeah. Like, let it go. Get over it. Like, I'm not going to apologize. And then turning to Tasha and saying, I got what I came for, so I'm all good. Yeah. That was it, a bit savage. It was a bit savage. I, I'm maybe not the best side of Ella. Should we say that? Yeah. I would like to think, I would love to have thought that Ella reflected on that and thought, oh, that I could have been kinder and nicer mm-hmm. in that moment. Because I feel like if Ella and JJ had come up and said, look, we really fucked this up. We've handled this terribly. Um, and we didn't want this, but we do find each other attractive. Uh, we don't don't find a spark with our partners. And as shitty as it is, and we know it is, we want to explore it. And we'd love for everybody to try and you don't have to agree with it, but try to get on board with it. I think maybe mm-hmm. it would have been a different answer. But instead of going, I got what I came for. I don't care what everybody thinks because I've got to be selfish. I don't think that's the way to play it. Nope. So Laura and Arthur also got up on the couch um, and they wanted to talk about, actually, Laura wanted to talk about their trusting and pure relationship with Arthur and how he doesn't ask for anything back from her because she's always he's loyal and she pets him and she strokes his coat and she gives him bones (laughs) it did it not sound like she was talking about a dog because i felt like the the way she describes arthur is the way i describe my dog dobby he's always (laughs) there for me he makes me feel safe he's loyal he's by my side (laughs) yeah bad or golden retriever (laughs) Yeah, I am thinking Golden Retriever, to be honest. Yeah, I thought Golden Retriever when I watched it. <laughs> and Tasha and Paul, la, 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 stay, stay. Yep. They did actually discuss some of the issues between her and Eric. I do love how loyal Paul is, not, and not in a dog way. <laughs> to be fair, I don't think Tasha was in the right because I don't like the way she behaved. But I love that Paul said... I know her. She's a kind, honest person. She wouldn't have acted that way if she didn't feel there was a reason for it. You know, and I thought, what a good husband. Like, you know, he's like, I know my wife. I know she's a good person. So I'm just going to say I think she's right because I can't imagine her being wrong. And Tasha said, he has my back. Um, Now, get drunk. (laughs) Not to be outdone by this. Erica then says, he has my back. (laughs) it's brought us closer together so you know there we go there we'll stay as well eric is very very good at controlling a situation um like she when natasha and paul are on the couch erica has her puts her two-piece in and then when erica's on the couch she doesn't allow anybody else to put their two-piece in she's she controls that narrative very well and she she keeps she likes to kind of play the victim without looking like she's too much of a victim yeah, they're a strong, good couple, even though people are hurting them. But they're strong and they're a good couple. I yeah. think I can see why I could see why she'd be irritating. <laughs> Jay and Luke were worrying about the future too much and they should concentrate on the now. Yeah, and they I said I, stay. I think that maybe that they that that worrying about the future at this point, it might be a waste of time. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> We'll get on to that later. <laughs> I mean, I thought that then. I thought that from the from when the family stays. I thought there's there's something going on here. Yeah. Well, and I, I think see they're using the, the the distance thing as a as a reason why things aren't perfect, as opposed to looking at what's really going on. I think that may be the first red flag. 
<laughs> out in the distance. Out in the distance, yes. I can spy it on the horizon. It's making its way in. Boy, shit relationship ahead. <laughs> so, Tuesday was love and hate week. Yeah, I got to say, though, you know, when, we, when they do tests like this, I understand, like, it's supposed to bring the couples closer together. But it's a bit like someone chopping your leg off and then offering to take you to the emergency room, isn't it? It's like, yeah, OK, I'm going to do something shit, but then I'm going to take care of you afterwards. Like, I just think it was brutal. It was pretty really brutal. brutal. <laughs> <laughs> um, George, actually, we saw him start the week with with George saying, are you happy with us? Because there's no intimacy between them. And then there's a cut to her that says, there's a few things that put me off, George. <laughs> Isn't there always, Peggy? Yes. Now, Paul wants Tasha to be more affectionate towards him. He feels he's always asking for kisses and she hates his dress sense. <laughs> uh, by the way, I like the way Paul dresses. And really funny, my friend Sophie sent me a photo saying, I'm actually wearing that shirt whilst I was watching maths. She's wearing the black and white <laughs> Sure. She's like, I'm. She says, should I be worried that I'm wearing the shirt that Tasha's trying to burn? <laughs> yeah, and I gotta say, I don't really. I'm like, I don't like to talk about people's clothes because I think it's a personal choice. But I think he dresses better than she does. Anyway, if that's the worst thing she can say about him, she didn't like a shirt. They've got yeah. they've got good times ahead, right? So well, they should take I, that as a win. Hang on a moment here. Who else wanted just to have a few kisses and cuddles and handholds in Australia? It was Lyndall. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So I'll if that's, that yeah, yeah. All she wanted was a bit of affection. So are you thinking that maybe Tasha's friend zoning, Paul? Oh, I hope not, because they seem to be getting along. And she keeps all saying, I'm letting my walls down, but she's... Let or is she more comfortable in the experiment? Maybe she's growing as a person, but is she growing into him? Mm, oh, that's, I'm, I'm not sure. Is there, that a possible red flag? Just I'm just heading that one up. On I'm telling you what, this season, if you are a person who makes, sells, or distributes red flags, <laughs> you're going to want to get in here. Because... Um, so, uh, Roz hate uh, the fact that Thomas is molting his hair all over the apartment. <laughs> Not really a hate, is it? Not Again, really. like they're, they they didn't have anything bad to say about each other, and I think no. I think for them they they're over the hate portion of the experiment because yeah. you know they're doing so well they don't want to they don't want to go back in and start nitpicking each other, do they? They just want to yeah. enjoy the good time they have now and they want to move forward. Lauren Arthur, he says. <laughs> Sorry, I just know what you're going to say. Maybe not, maybe not. He wants her to go to the gym with him, to which I answered, I would rather my husband tell me he wants me to be a serial killing partner than to have to go, <laughs> go to a gym. But the funny thing is, he's shit. <laughs> she hates his white lies and he hates her mood swings. Yeah, but she doesn't mm. have mood swings because she actually has a mood swing about the fact that he says she has mood swings. <laughs> I know. And they're having a lovely conversation and then she goes fucking nuts because he says something she doesn't like. And she tears the whole thing up. Which she also says is a lie. <laughs> because it's one of his white lies. 
I'm gonna tear that up. It's completely irrelevant. I don't have mood swings. <laughs> I want to know what all these white lies is that he's telling because she talks constantly about the white lies. It's all about the white lies, the white lies. He's a constant liar. Um, but is it that he's saying what she wants to hear? Is that the white lies? Or like, does he per se like things like, oh, I'm a baker or I drive a truck and he doesn't really do that? <laughs> I want to know what the lies are that he's telling. <laughs> Well, I think he's trying to do things for an easier life. Yeah. Um, well, I, think... I know, but wouldn't you if you were with Laura? She seems like, like she seems lovely, but like a little bit hard work, right? Mm. I could I could see that I... being. She's she's a more dominant person in the relationship. I think How she ripped sound? up a piece. Of, she ripped up a piece of paper, Jan, because she didn't like one of the things he was allowed to say what he didn't like. Well, obviously he's not because she ripped that right up and said it wasn't true. So you think maybe if somebody was like that in a relationship, you wouldn't just try to toe the line and get along a little bit better? Now Peggy and George, she wants a man with a plan. He thinks he does have a plan. She says. He wasn't confident. She thinks he's a chameleon and doesn't and she doesn't like his online content. Okay. He's up, upset about this. She thinks it's humiliating and can't understand it. <laughs> yeah, Peggy really wound me up in this conversation. It's again, it's another woman who's not allowing their partner to have their own feelings. And everything he says, she shoots it down and then she says he's not confident. Well, I don't think I'd be very confident at this point. And mm, just because yeah. she doesn't get it, just because she that fine, she's humiliated. She's upset. She's embarrassed. Not the things he's doing is humiliating and embarrassing. It's it's how she, it's the fact that she doesn't like it. Right. Like, does she have to understand and like everything he does? Like, he's not hurting anyone. So either she has to accept that this is a side of him. Yeah, or she needs to break it up, break it up with him. And she keeps saying, you, you know, I like this kind of George. Yeah, the George that you've accepted. Right. Mm -hmm. But it's not the real George, George, you don't like. So he's trying to hide that. So don't then come for him and say that he's not being completely honest about who he is because you shut that bit down. Yes. And she wants to see the video. So let's let's just I know it was the denouement of the episode, but let's talk about this because it has had the Internet on fire this week about debating about it. Well, it was. And the poll that we put out 100 percent. Right. Not not one vote, not one vote that said Peggy wasn't overreacting. <laughs> right. That's hundreds of people, hundreds of people to did the poll and it was a hundred percent said she was overreacting well i've been on some other sites and some of them were saying oh no he's a joke of a guy he needs to grow up she's completely right yeah. oh really he's right i think it i think it wasn't funny i thought it was stupid and i and, but i didn't think it was disgusting no, I, I thought it was I thought pornography. Was quite funny. <laughs> I just thought it was like boy, stupid boy stuff, you know. That and but it wasn't hurtful. It wasn't harmful. It wasn't pornography. It wasn't disgusting. It was mm. stupid. Well, I don't <laughs> but, know. Watching him tuck his pants into the um, <laughs> strongman suit before he started his squats was a bit like, oh. <laughs> but I just think if he's doing it in the experiment, right again. That's a different situation. She keeps hammering him on something he did before she even knew him. Yeah, yeah. And he he says he'll change for her. He says he'll give it up for her. But she's 
really, really hard Fucking hammering. dog with a bone, Jen. Yeah, I know. <laughs> And it's boring now. Like, I'm sorry, but we can't have every episode. And I do hope it's the edit. And if it's the edit, Peggy, then I do apologize. Because, you know, it's every episode now. Mm. You know, someone says pass the peas and Peggy cries about online content. You know, I can't anymore with it. (laughs) Now, talking about pissed off women, Erica and Jordan, she decides that they have a different sense of humor. And he's offended. And, uh... She says, you've got a lack of communication and listening. Uh, he, oh, says, <laughs> <laughs> he says he thinks uh, that she doesn't communicate very much. And then she's monumentally cops the hump with him. <laughs> I found these two really quite funny because I think they're really well matched. But they're this kind of similar, but in totally different ways, because they're both meddlers. Right. Yeah. And they and they both have very strong opinions about fucking everything. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but the difference is, I feel like they're so yin and yang because I feel like she meddles to feel more important and to, for attention, where I feel like he meddles because he has a real strong moral compass. I think you think you're better than me. It's thrown across the room. And this attacking then turns into a full-on argument with him because he always then think, needs to defend. I always think it's weird when when one person says, I, I'm hurt because I think you think you're better than me. <laughs> that the that I think if someone said that to me, I think I'd feel upset. I don't think I'd feel angry. I think I think it's funny that anger is the response to that because if someone's saying... I feel like nothing and I feel like you think you're better. I don't think shouting at them is making your point, right? He's like, you've got to be able to listen to negative feedback. And then she goes, I've done a lot of fucking work on myself. Believe me. Yeah, but I don't think you've done any work on yourself, which just basically says I'm better. I've actually fixed myself and you haven't, which just basically proved the point, right? Yeah, that that was a bonkers argument because then suddenly they went, right, we're all good now. Now, the next couple are Jay and Luke. And this is when we start attaching the next red flag to the flagpole. She wants him to um, shut up uh, in group situations. And I understandably so. I mean, he snipes out uh, people and that's a bit embarrassing for her. So I get that. He thinks she's sometimes not honest and wants her to... Stand up to him because she never gets angry and disagrees with him. She's a people pleaser. Well, first of all, she just told you she doesn't like the fact that you say shit in public. And then he says to her, uh, I have an opinion. So <laughs> he didn't really take that on board. So why is he asking her to tell him when she doesn't like stuff if he doesn't want to listen to the stuff that she doesn't like? Um, and I can see what he's saying that she she wants to get along. But I heard what she's saying is I don't want to have to be a fucking asshole all the time. Mm-hmm. Like, why can't you just be a better person and be more behaved and be nice without me having to shout at you to do it? It's like yeah. A, yeah. And it's a real genuine. She's thing. not his mum, right? Like, no. it's like he wants a mum, right? Well, go brush have... your teeth, go wash your hands. <laughs> don't put your elbows on the table. <laughs> have previous girlfriends treated them that way? I wonder. I mean, that's what he sees is being a good relationship or his mother's done that to his dad. Yeah. <laughs> or maybe other. maybe it gets to that point when you're in a relationship with Luke at some point that he has to be told and you take on end up taking on that role and they're just not there yet. 
Yeah, maybe not. Maybe not. But yeah, I did feel like you're having a go at her because she's not a twat. Well done. Yeah. <laughs> yeah and it also it also seems like he's looking for an excuse. Yeah. To fall out with her. And uh, I don't know. I, I, Luke's really disappointed me in the last week or so because I thought I was going to hate him in the beginning. And then he did all those nice things and said those nice things to her and then did the one-armed cooking and all the rest of it. And I was like, this guy is in touch with his feelings. He's He seems to be in touch with her feelings. This is a great match. And th then he started getting involved in other people's stuff. And I thought, oh, there's a bit of a red flag. And now he's internalized it into their relationship. And it seems like he's trying to pull it bits of the sweater to unravel it right yeah we'll see what's going on there but it there is something going on there isn't there there is mm. anyway the newbies didn't get to love and hate each other particularly they went on a double date so they got to bitch at everybody else <laughs> <laughs> and had their behavior at the dinner party and then they got given an honesty box mark's asked what his biggest fear is and that's no surprise it's rejection Sean is scared that if it doesn't work um, and he hurts Mark. He... OK, listen, you know, when when they had this conversation on their honeymoon and we thought that Mark had over massively overreacted to what Sean was saying. Yeah, that Sean was being reasonable. Uh, now I'm looking back at that with a different set of eyes because I feel like everything Sean says is the exact same thing, but getting worse. Right. Mm. He keeps saying oh if I hurt him I'm more I'm worried I'm going to disappoint him or reject him and it's going to hurt him it's and when we, we thought that Marcus Mark was saying oh it, it's so negative but I feel like maybe Sean is planning on rejecting Rejecting him, him. <laughs> because it seems like he's just trying to set him up to let him know that this is not going to happen because it's every time he has a conversation he says this in a different way right yeah um, and yeah. the thing is, I was so annoyed by Mark at the beginning and I thought, oh, he's going to really like wind me up. He's too much and it's too bullshit and it's too for TV. But now it's like, I think maybe I misunderstood Mark because he's just disappeared now. Right. Well, he had a bridezilla moment. I think yeah. that's what happened at the wedding. And now he's had a chance to calm down. And, and now he's him. lost in a sea of people, though, right? Because yeah. he's got a big personality, but he's no match for the drama that he's coming to. <laughs> and he's not confident in his relationship. And I feel like I feel like he's just all we do is see him smiling like a Cheshire cat. But there's nothing behind the eyes. <laughs> He looks terrified. Yes, yeah, stunned, I'm, thinking what's going yeah. on here. I think that's. And I just feel bad because I feel like we, it was too much at the beginning, but now we've lost him, and it would be nice to kind of see um, a happy Mark, confident yeah. Mark, and I feel like that's I don't know where that's gone. Um, well, yeah, I think because Sean keeps on sort of hinting that he might do a <laughs> he's runner, he's going to do a runner. Yeah. <laughs> Look at if I'm not in the room and you wake up tomorrow, you know that doesn't mean <laughs> yeah, I don't want to hurt you. But my suitcases aren't there. <laughs> that doesn't mean it's completely over. It just means I've fucked off for a week. <laughs> JJ's apartment's available. <laughs> uh, Ross and Thomas, he's been to the sex shop on the advice of the experts, and he comes back with some goodies. Um, there's a, a dildo and a buddy suit and a set of eggs. You thought um, it was Easter. <laughs> Easter yeah. at the sex shop. <laughs> I mean, more pads, Ross. She was in there with the bunny suit. Um, she looks good. 
I thought it was cute that she had her glasses on with it as well. <laughs> but he wasn't worried. He whipped her over the shoulder and 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 took her off to the bedroom. And good for him. <laughs> John and Erica. He says he's happy to work on himself, and she thinks he isn't on board with any kind of change. The rest of the girls then meet up for um, a discussion about hate week, and Erica starts talking about how she's uh, better than Jordan. And she sort of says things that he didn't say as facts. She changes the narrative, and I've, I've noticed that is a thing for her. She starts changing the narrative on people. Yeah, I, I find it difficult to keep up because it seems like Erica's got her oar in in every conversation with every single person. Yeah. She, she's got an opinion on everything, but it seems like she's doing it not to give advice as much as to stir the pot. Yeah, yeah. I think I think there's a lot of hubble bubble toil and trouble going on there. And the weirdest thing is that she she's like she's trying to she's trying to stand up for some of these these girls, but she's not close with them and they don't seem to like her. So why is she getting involved? Absolutely. Especially Anna. like Jay, Jay and Luke, you know, like she's she's like, oh, you know, <coughs> I'm worried about you and that's not nice that he said that. And But every time they, they have a conversation about Erica with someone, Jay's the person going, you do the eye rolling and you do this and you do mm. that. It's not very nice. I don't think they're close. I get a bit of Harrison vibe from Erica. I feel like she's playing with the group a little bit and trying to, drop some little truth <laughs> bombs here and there and just to see what's going to happen. I think that's probably a very astute observation. <laughs> but she and, but she peppers it in that kind of like, I'm just looking out for your babes. Thing. Yeah. <laughs> your relationship's really shit. And she, by letting him do that, you look like an idiot. Oh, I feel bad for you, babes. You should shut that down. <laughs> Wednesday. The couple's retreat. We finally get onto the retreat. They arrive at this very gorgeous looking stately home retreat. Um, Laura's very much says, this is very much my thing. I just, I feel bad because I want to be nicer, but I, feel, I just feel like, I feel like when she says these things, it, it doesn't come off well. You know, it makes it sound like a little bit of a shit. <laughs> well, I actually loved what Arthur then said. Oh, but ghost <laughs> something big has happened here <laughs> i can smell it <laughs> i can smell it she's like oh cheers thanks i'm gonna really enjoy staying here now i mean i think it's quite playful and i think they're cute in some moments but there's still that underlining yeah thing. he didn't manage to bring enough trousers for the break well, if she was that fucking worried why didn't she pack for him <laughs> And she's like, oh, I knew you wouldn't pack anything. <laughs> Did you wait for him not to pack anything so that you could say what a moron you are because didn't pack anything? Well done. You brought a pair of joggers. Yay. <laughs> oh, we can go get you some trousers. <laughs> Peggy and George, he wants to sort out the whole video thing after she stomped off at the end of last episode. And I forgot to mention this with this whole thing about her watching the video and stomping off. A, first of all, that her half of her ass was hanging out of those jeans. Oh, and we've seen more of Peggy's boobs in the on, on this show than well, except except for Ella, Peggy's the next thing we see most naked. 
right? Mm -hmm. And and the boobs, the tops are incredibly tiny, and the boobs are in your face, motorboat style, most days. So I just think it, there's the irony of the fact that she is so upset that he's doing something so sexual, but she is so incredibly sexual looking all the time. The girls have afternoon tea, which frankly... I think it's a dangerous move, given that they're not getting on very well at the moment. Well, I just think it's crap because the boys got pork pies and beer, which looks way better than tiny sandwiches and Prosecco. Yeah, well, it, it was um, quite a, a gender specific, shall I just say. Break. Yeah. But Mark was happy as Larry to be with the girls, um, which was nice. Jordan brought up the sense of humour disagreement that he had with Erica. George says that Jordan is too direct and that can sometimes be offensive. Oh. And he spits poison at right. times. Okay. You know what spits poison is code for? Not following boy code. <laughs> right? <laughs> I really feel bad for... I, again, I started this episode thinking are we missing something because mm -hmm. the vibe i'm getting from jordan is yeah he's he's a bit of a know-it-all and he has has an opinion and i guess i can see how that's annoying but i think it comes from a nice place you know and mm -hmm. i i feel like everybody really dislikes him and i and then i thought maybe we're not seeing something that they're seeing but i really do think it is is that boys know that there's things you don't talk about on camera and there's things yeah. you keep secret and he keeps fucking it up by telling by saying I don't agree with that yeah. and forcing them to have an opinion that they don't want to have well the boys kind of lay into him a bit and kind of give him the whole will you just shut up <laughs> thing don't they because him and Luke are still bitching with each other because Luke's saying that you don't understand the situation that was going on with JJ and he mm -hmm. said but I don't care about that my care is that that this poor girl was at a dinner party and everybody knew something she didn't know about her own relationship and it and it hurt her and they won't agree to that that, that no. that's not the point to them the point is is that jj it it wasn't his place to to even though they were all talking about it at the table mm -hmm. it still seemed to be jordan's fault because he included her in the conversation because he thought that was the right thing to do and whatever happens you support the boy well then we have the unsupported boy and the unsupported girl suddenly make an appearance. Ella and JJ are back. Yeah. Okay. Um, and you are Erica's face when, <laughs> when when Ella walks into the room. She's like, oh, total bitch face comes on. And Jordan does exactly the same thing to JJ. And then there's a comment of what's she doing here? Uh, this is absolute bullshit from Erica. Now here, um, this is my point about Erica and Jordan again, right? They're in the exact same situation, separated. They both have massive opinions about it. But Jordan's opinion is that he doesn't think it's fair because why should they get a second chance when poor Bianca and Nathaniel have had to go home and they don't get a chance? Yeah. Well. And Erica's point is that she deserves an apology because Ella wasn't nice to her the last time she saw her. <laughs> it's true. Right? It's true. Which is exactly what I'm saying. She, her, her button in is for her own reward. It's to further her own whatever she wants. And his is because he just doesn't agree with the situation. Yeah. Now, it's still both just as annoying. 
it was bloody hard for me to concentrate on the rest of the Ella conversation. I've done the best I can. She put her shirt on. She did have her shirt on. And all I could see was, was it, a, would you even describe it as a, a top? I think it was more bra than top. She had a bra on with a jacket, with a sleeveless jacket. And I'm right. I could just about see her through the bra. I mean, don't get me wrong. Jesus Christ, she's got a body to die for. She does. And I, I suppose if I look like that, I'd be wanting to get it out. But still, a top, a top is okay <laughs> on, on yeah. national TV. Just a shirt, even a tiny one. <laughs> it's like it's like she just decided not to bother. <laughs> it, it really, really was. So I've done my best. And if I've missed stuff, let me know. <laughs> but she does want Ella to have a chance at love. So they kind of makeup basically she does the honorable thing and then ella has to justify what she's doing there to erica and adrian who are a bit you barely more, know her <laughs> yeah a bit more rude about it and actually erica starts in going well i've not spoken to ella since we had the fight at the spa um and she wants to address it now because basically Ella goes, right, OK, let's just sort this out. And she is. She's a, a rip the Band-Aid off kind of girl, isn't she? Yeah. She goes, right, I'm just going to get rid of all the bad feeling in the room now or we'll, we'll have it out. We'll have the argument. They can make up and that will be that and we can get on with life. And I don't think Erica is perhaps the girl to do that with because I think she's a grudge holder. Yeah, she likes to hold on to stuff and she likes to put it in her little book so she can bring it out again later when she needs it yeah and ella does point out that erica has a lot to say about other people and erica once again kicks off and she won't take the apology that actually um ella's trying to give her it's again it feels like it's just for airtime now i mean it doesn't seem like it wasn't that big of a deal it wasn't like the thing she had with tasha all Ella said is that she gave her bad vibes, and and then Ella and then Erica saying that's not a fact. Well, saying vibes isn't a fact, is it? Saying that it's like I don't get a good feeling about somebody. I don't have to make proof of why I feel that way. It's a mm -hmm. feeling. You can't prove a feeling. Um, and I just felt like Erica was just banging on because she just wanted it to be all about her. And it, when it wasn't about her, she started talking again to everybody. She was involved in everyone's shit. Well, the, the closing statement to it was like, I'm going to take it like a compliment that um, I made Ella feel threatened. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's it. Like, I keep trying to like the girl, you know, I keep thinking, give, give her another chance. She, you know, again, like like Erica said, I don't have any facts. Um, but when she says things like people don't like me because I'm too pretty. Mm -hmm. uh, she doesn't like me because she's threatened by me. I like it. Take it as a compliment when people dislike me. It's just, it really does make you just want to just shake her. <laughs> Meanwhile, with the boys, Jordan doesn't waste any time in laying into JJ about his behavior. It basically escalates when Luke also gets involved then and he shouts, you know, you shut up then. The problem for Jordan is that they don't. The, the boys don't like him. So it, even if he's got a point, it, it's going to be lost because he's he's the bad guy. He's always going to be the bad guy, right? Yeah. So maybe maybe he should pick his moments because he he does go for absolutely everything, doesn't he? And I'm I'm yes. not. I, I do actually think he's right a lot of the time. But I feel like if people don't like you, it doesn't matter if you're right. <laughs> 
So the boys manage to make up in the next scene, though, and you'll be pleased that that happens because then they have to play stick or twist. (laughs) Where most of the boys lie because they are smart. And again, they, (laughs) of course, I pick my wife. She's amazing. (laughs) And then we get some honesty from Sean who says, well, I have to stick because there's no one to twist with. (laughs) I think what he's trying to say is normally at this point in a relationship i and when i'm starting to feel stuff i want natural thing is to run away but luckily i can't do that because there's no one to run away to so i'm forced to stay with it and work on it which probably will take me to a place that's better i mean i i get that unfortunately he really does need to have that entire thought further on in the in the week (laughs) Yes, absolutely. <laughs> but I do um, think I do think it's funny that the girls all say other people's partners because I think the the mm-hmm. idea of the game is to you know go, where go. all the boys go, my wife. <laughs> the girls then sort of lay into Peggy a bit more about the whole thing about George, and the comment is, I don't think he's actually what you want in life. Yeah, and again, I felt this conversation was even though they were saying, because he's like this, they were saying to her, you don't fancy him. He's not for you, right? Yeah. You don't seem to like anything about him. You seem to want, don't don't want to embrace like 90% of him. So how, why are you with him kind of thing? But Peggy hears it as a, everyone likes me, everyone hates George. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, no, she's like... No, well, I'm fine. It's just everybody hates my boyfriend. <laughs> but then we go into the boys discussing who's got the least respectful relationship. And everyone lays into Arthur that Laura is just putting him down all the time. And yeah. he shouldn't be treated that way. Yes, but and this is the thing that's going to wind everybody up, and I'm sure because it wound me up. Jordan didn't start this conversation. Jordan didn't pick the question. Jordan wasn't even the first person to discuss it. <laughs> Arthur, um, so George says it first. Yeah. Then Thomas says it. Mm-hmm. Luke says it. Yeah. Cut to Jordan, who agrees and then says it. And then Arthur says nothing to George, nothing mm-hmm. to Luke, nothing to Thomas. But when Jordan says it, he goes nuts. Uh, and then also Jordan gets his little finger out and starts prodding at the wound, as it were. So, yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah, so that, at that point. But but Arthur started first, didn't he, by saying, you don't have to understand it. But when Arthur says, you don't have to like my relationship, I'm happy, that is a key for Jordan to stop talking. Right? Yes. He's yes. given his advice. He said what he thinks because he was asked, and he mm-hmm. was. Um, and then when someone says, thank you, but no thank you, no means no. Yeah. But Jordan yeah. is in Sigma Pi at a top university <laughs> and he doesn't understand the word no. <laughs> no, no. He's, got, he's got his dessert spoon out and he's into the wound there, into the wound. He really is, yeah. <laughs> and at that point, I was like, because I felt so bad for Jordan in, this, in, the, in these episodes. But at that point, I was like, oh, buddy, you just need to stop now. Like, just let it go. And you can see everyone else's faces. It makes everyone so uncomfortable. Well, he, he digs it. He goes, oh, you know, you, you said this and you said that. And what did you do? And, and, and poor old Arthur sat there going, I don't remember. I don't remember. 
remember that. <laughs> you don't remember, you don't remember loads of things. <laughs> but here's the th thing as well, Mel. I also think it's funny when George says, I feel like she treats you like a dog. And I thought, oh my God, that's exactly what I said. And that's exactly what I thought in on Monday, right? So yeah. clearly this is coming from somewhere because it, it was the exact words that I had thought, right? Yeah. And so he's thinking it, Thomas is thinking it, Luke's thinking it, Jordan's thinking it, the group, even Paul mm -hmm. is nodding and he agrees as well. So the entire group has had the same vibe. Yeah, so, you're a golden retriever. <laughs> yeah, and so are you going to tell me that it's all made up and it's not happening? The viewing public has all agreed. I mean, maybe we think it's the edit, right, which it could possibly be. But they're not in the edit. They're all mm. saying it and they're all living it. Yeah, they're all there. They're all watching. They're, yeah, you're right. Then we see JJ and Ella having a bit of a flirt conversation together. And he finally gets his hand on her thigh. Um, she's <laughs> talking about everybody else's reaction. And then they have a bit of a pash. I've got to say, and as much as I hate the situation, and again, I don't, I don't agree with them coming back because they've been together outside of the experiment. Mm -hmm. It wasn't even like as much as everyone was really upset by Matt and Whitney last year, they never left the experiment. They just yeah. then pushed them together and they stayed. But they've gone. They've mm -hmm. been dating outside and then brought back. It seems I don't understand if they've gone out and dated on the outside. What what do they need from here? Like they're done. They need yeah. to go. And I don't agree with them being brought back. And I, I don't even believe it when when the experts are discussing it. I don't believe they believe it. No. <laughs> but, but I yeah. have to say, JJ is a completely different person. He's lit up. He's yeah. animated in his face. He's talking. He's using real words. His eyes are open. He's smiling. Um, yes. So it's sad what happened. And it was awful to Bianca and don't agree that they should be brought back but do I think that JJ is now happy yes yeah do I see this working long term nope <laughs> no I, th I think it's a sexual attraction sexual. thing yeah. I really do um, he really does make his eyes glow <laughs> but I think it's all about his dick rather than anything else yeah. Yeah. can we please talk about the face that laura pulls when jay tells peggy that she's there for the there for the wrong reasons and their relationship is doomed oh yes yeah jay went in for quite a moment with peggy i mean everyone was trying to be honest about how they felt about each other's relationships and i think laura and peggy probably got it the most but when jay kind-hearted quiet jay <laughs> goes for Peggy and says, your relationship will not work on the outside. You are not matched. You don't like anything about him. It's not going to work. Laura's face. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it was my favourite moment. Laura's jaw it came unhinged. <laughs> Can't say that to people. <laughs> right. I mean, that was like an Erica statement coming out of Jay's mouth, right? Well, I like the Jay's honesty. Uh, yeah. And she is. It all comes from the right the right place with her I think she's just brutally honest sometimes <laughs> well obviously except for with Luke since he's not seeing that well yeah we'll get on to Luke's delights very shortly um so uh, the start of the Thursday dinner party so Sean brings up the stick or twist thing with Mark and I think this is because Sean wants to be honest about what what's been happening 
and he tries to do this as the positive oh. spin. Mark doesn't go quite so well with it. Mark, yeah, but Sean doesn't tell it the whole thing. He just tells the really shitty bit. Yeah. <laughs> I think I think he didn't think that conversation through. If you've got a partner that's terrified of being rejected and you tell them that in a group setting that you said if there had been somebody else there he could have ran to, he probably would have run because that's just his MO. <laughs> what kind of what kind of response are you I don't think I would like that. <laughs> he didn't say the bit after, the bit that said, you know, but that's just my default setting and it's not because of you, it's just that you know, when it gets tough, I tend to bolt and I'm glad yeah. that I'm here with you. He just didn't explain it well and it went fucking tits up real quick. It really went tits up. <laughs> and again, I don't th think Mark is also a person who doesn't let things go. <laughs> Arthur reports back to Laura about what everybody's been saying about her. And she's really upset and really up offended. But he doesn't say everyone's been saying this. He just says kind of Jordan's been saying it. <laughs> And again, this this winds me up. Yes, I know that the only person that they don't like is Jordan, so he doesn't want to throw the rest of his mates under the bus. But he makes again, he doesn't he doesn't say he was asked the no. opinion. He just makes it sound like Jordan, just for no reason, just starts bitching about Laura, and mm -hmm. and and then that's the end. That's the whole conversation. Not that the whole room was talking about it. Not that Jordan was the last person to mention it. Not that it was a question posed by production. <laughs> Just <laughs> that Jordan thinks their relationship is shit. Yeah, yeah. Her face looks absolutely destroyed. And she looks hurt and she looks angry. And I think that kind of builds up for the entrance. <laughs> and, the worryingly, and worryingly, she looks like she can't understand where it's coming from. Which, again, is weird, because if you have six men sat in a room saying we all think this and the viewing public, how is she not seeing it? Indeed. But he at least he has briefed her about it. Yeah. Unlike some things that happen. <laughs> yeah, at least she knows what she's going into. <laughs> Peggy sat there uh, with George. She is trying to dismiss the issues that were raised and she's there pointing out that actually everybody just dislikes him and yeah it's <laughs> you think that was a really weird spin on it like she took zero ownership and you know the fact the group was saying like i don't think you like his values like you're not the same kind of person as him and you don't seem to want to do the same things you don't like his interests. you're trying to kill his passions which, yeah. by the way, he keeps using she keeps using the words his passions and then saying he needs to stop it. Why would you want to stop your partner's passions? That seems like a really shitty thing. Yeah, and then it just <laughs> boils it down to everyone loves me, everyone hates you. Yeah. Well, that's a really shitty thing to say to your partner. <laughs> so Laura um, is sort of preparing herself before she goes in um, to the dinner party. And... She's very tactical, actually, because she heads people off at the pass as they come in and she starts picking people off one by one about what was said. Sharpshooter. Pew, pew, pew. <laughs> but I think it's a good idea, actually, because if you don't want to have a big humdinger thing, then she's it's the right way to go about it. But having said that, she just clearly gets bored halfway through and just <laughs> decides to have a group a group shout at the table. <laughs> but I love when she says, well, I didn't love it, but I thought when she says, don't come for me unless I send for you. 
I know. What a line. Right. I mean, I feel like you don't want to mess with Laura. No. No. Which is probably what makes Arthur say so many white lies. Probably is saying so Because she's fucking terrifying. <laughs> I'll come for you. I'll come for you. It'll be I, in your nightmares. <laughs> well, I just think it's funny because she does come for Jordan quite hard at the free drinks, right? She does, yeah. But what is funny about it as well is that when people come for Erica, Jordan's right in there to stand up for his woman. We don't hear a peep out of Erica. No, no, we don't. Um, she's not there having his back. No, she's, <laughs> but, just uh, watch, she's, just, she's just watching it unravel and she just sits there sipping her drink like she's watching a tennis match, which I think is like it's weird, right? She She wants to be supported and taken care of, but she doesn't want to support him. No. That's true. Um, I have to say, Ella comes in and she, um, as the experts say, rips the band-aid off and goes straight in for Jordan, who she calls a prick. Again, why is everybody coming for Jordan? Like, the whole group agreed that they shouldn't really come back in. Everybody was annoyed by it. And I don't think that Jordan's really done anything wrong, right? Yeah, he has an opinion and he keeps telling people about it, but he's not wrong. He's he's saying what they did was not nice, and the way, he's saying the way they did it wasn't nice. No, that's it. No, that's that's true. And I, I have to say, Erica does not come to his rescue on this. No, not Laura, <laughs> not Ella, and the fact that Ella says to Jordan, "Every one of you would have done this." Yeah. And everyone, I don't think that's true. Everyone keeps stum, don't they? But I'm yeah, and, I wouldn't. <laughs> and that's the thing. I think Ella, everyone really likes Ella. I think they're all friends with her. And so nobody wants to stand up and say something. The new people have more of an opinion because they haven't made friends with Ella yet. Yeah. Right? And I think the friendship for Ella is more important to them than having the moral high ground here. Because if I was in that group setting and someone has pointed up and said, you would all you would all have cheated. You would all have stolen somebody's partner to get your happiness. I don't think I would have sat there silent. I would have said absolutely fucking not. But nobody does. Nobody says a word. And they all let J Jordan take the shit. And he says, I wouldn't. And she basically calls him a liar, doesn't she? Yeah. Peggy and George also start bickering at this point about how he's feeling sort of crushed. And she feels that the heat is always on her. I, I feel bad for George. And, I you know, I know a lot of people didn't like him at the beginning. And I understand why. But I I feel like he's been broken at this point, you know. And I I feel like she is just wants everyone to like her at, at any cost. Yes. Yeah, she wants to be accepted by the group. And she will throw him under the bus for that. Yeah. Luke, at this point, departs because he's not feeling well. And goes off. Now, I've he said on his own feed that he he has um, incredibly high blood pressure they, uh, and was very ill and they had to pack him off to hospital, actually. Wow. To make sure that he was okay. And so he disappears, leaving poor old Jay quite vulnerable at the head of the table there. Yeah, it, I mean, it almost seems like they knew what was coming. <laughs> know it does a bit with the seating arrangement perhaps they were hoping that uh you know something was going to happen anyway so they put them into prime uh, camera spots I'm between Jaden sure. and Arthur somebody was going to say something <laughs> <laughs> but 
there's a comment that comes up that Luke has made earlier on about his unhappiness that Jay won't stand up to him. And he's worried that he'll just walk all over her. And the fact that he could, you know, just cheat on her and pretty much bring another girl home, she would she wouldn't be saying anything to him. It makes the worst analogy known to men on national television. You'd rob a bank if you thought you could get away with it. So basically, why wouldn't you fuck somebody else if your missus ain't gonna complain? shredded decency in that frankly. honestly just, it, is, it is it is not it's not as my sister-in-law would say it's not apples for, it's apples for kumquats it's not the same thing <laughs> because you know you can't you can't equate that it's not the same thing and and the fact that everyone comes to jordan at that point again because he's saying but there's feelings and if you love your wife you wouldn't do it because it's not the right thing to do and because you wouldn't want to because you again love your wife <laughs> not because you don't do not do it because you would get caught <laughs> it's yeah well she's there in tears just because she's heard this comment um I too i'd be livid because it's not just the one comment she's already been with the group of girls about the last comment he made saying mm-hmm. that he would go to a he go he could go to a strip club he could go he'd go get a girl's number at a bar like these yeah. these are weird things he keeps saying right numbers from girls having sex with girls going to strip clubs all seems to be in the same vein doesn't it there's there's that red flag going yeah i feel like it's the things that that's what he likes to do Mm -hmm. because it seems very very specific i mean even george picks up on it earlier on in the week i just think it's very telling that these are the analogies he uses and I, I feel like when Luke mentions it in the group setting that a lot of the guys, because again, there seems to be massive bro code going on with this group, right? Yeah. Um, a lot of them pulled the face of, oh, fuck, I can't believe he's just said this, but nobody but Jordan pulls him up on it. Now, to make matters even worse, they then bring out a fucking truth box. <laughs> <laughs> what were they thinking? Well, I know what they were thinking. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> There's some drama to be had. <laughs> and some people get really nice questions and some people get, well, really awful questions. But your biggest achievement is, you know, the fact that we've worked on our relationship. Um, <laughs> the biggest challenge for uh, Matt and Adrian, it was their communication. Mark or Sean had the question of, are you lovers or friends? And Mark answered beautifully, uh, you need to be both. How has this experiment changed you? Paul and Tasha, I'm, I've, I've matured, says Paul. Tasha says, I'm becoming more soppy. Do you think that I would take more control? And Jordan pipes up, even though it's not his question he said that's for jay and luke <gasps> that's arthur arthur who makes the joke i thought it was i thought it was jordan it was arthur who makes the joke and that's okay. what it's again because you know that's what arthur does when he thinks things are funny he, he makes a comment like he did at that weeks ago at that oh. thing remember when he says stuff and he gets everyone up yes. when they have the group stuff but this is what arthur does he he's he just he thinks he's being funny, but his English isn't good enough to do it in the right spots, you know. Um, yeah, it was Arthur. That's why he goes and gives Jay the hug and says, "I'm sorry, I'm sorry. It was a joke. It was a joke." Oh, right. But that I mean, this is the thing that Arthur does. He's he sometimes thinks it's 
like to diffuse a situation. He makes a joke or something, but it's always in the wrong moment at the wrong time. And it's not funny. Um, and a few people did message to say, maybe Laura has a point. <laughs> maybe she does need to take a firm hand with Arthur because he doesn't know what's best for himself. <laughs> Damn boy. Damn boy. Sit. Sit. Naughty. She, she, <laughs> Laura doesn't need to say anything. She needs to get a little water bottle in her purse and she just sprays him in the face <laughs> with it when he does stuff that she doesn't like. I heard that electrocution collar then. (laughs) She should never rub his nose in it. (laughs) She's never going to forgive us for this, you know. (laughs) She already hates me anyway, so it's fine. (laughs) I mean, to be fair, Laura does post. I find it exhausting because she. I understand it's not nice to come on a television show and think that people have got the wrong side of you, right? Yeah. And and that you, you're you're not coming across as the person that you think you are. Um, she does post a lot of stuff on her stories, mm-hmm. explaining herself and saying that it's wrong and it's the edit and she didn't come across well, but that's not what she meant. But at some point, again, if the majority of people are seeing this as a side of you that you maybe don't see, mm-hmm. maybe instead of continually trying to correct everybody on Instagram, maybe just look inwards. But it is harsh when you see an edit of something and you think, oh, that's not how it went down. But I think she should be better off to leave it till the end and then have her say, but I think it it comes off bizarre to keep going on every day and then and telling people what you're seeing isn't isn't me it doesn't it's just i don't think she's helping her situation as much as she thinks she is jay's out in the car park having a cry um and mark's right next to her doing the sympathy thing but mark can't even get a word in kenny (laughs) she's so livid at this point mark's just not at like her at a nodding donkey yeah Yeah, she is (laughs) Spitting chips. That's exactly what's going on there. She's yeah. absolutely spitting chips. And she said, you know what? Well, if you think I'm going to be a walkover, well, goodbye, I'm off. You know? <laughs> yeah, I think it's sad that she feels now that she had. And again, this is a con- they've already had this conversation. She thinks she's quashed it. She's already been annoyed once. Mm-hmm. And now it's reared its head again in an even worse way, in a more public way. Yeah. And now she feels like she's got to be a bitch. Yeah. Otherwise, she can't, you know, and she looks like an idiot. Well, it's just that, you know, uh, uh, her whole point was, you know, I've been just because I'm nice doesn't mean I'm a pushover. Well, now I think uh, Luke should be careful what he wished for, because Mm -hmm. isn't this what he wanted? He wanted her to have a massive opinion when he did something shitty. Well, she's got a massive opinion. He's done something shitty. (laughs) Here we are. Yeah, here we are. I think at this um George does his absolute best to try and redeem himself because he gets the question of how much faith have you in the future? And uh, he says, I, I do adore you. Uh, we've been a team from the start, from day one. I think it's funny that George says we've been a team from day one. I think if George knew how much Peggy says about him behind his back, I don't think he'd be saying that. And then we cut to Tasha, who says Mouth's bullshit in the middle of George's speech. Yeah. So maybe we're not seeing something because I I don't know what this, things like that worry me. Are we, because it it looks in the edit like Peggy is making everybody think he's an asshole so people feel sorry for her. Yeah. But, or is there stuff that's happening that we're not seeing that George is doing to make Tasha say that he's full of shit? Who knows? It's weird. It's very weird. Yeah, there's um, something that doesn't add up in this relationship because 
and they keep and then Erica starts piping in with again shocker um with she's always apologizing for you I'm a little confused because she everybody keeps saying that she has to apologize for George but we haven't seen any behavior from George except for that one dinner party where he said anything that we've seen everything we've seen that she's apologizing on his behalf is for the video that he did before he came into this experiment yeah so my question is is she constantly is it constantly apologizing for something that he did before he met her or is he doing stuff that we're not seeing in the experiment because it hasn't been in on tv because if it's if if it's all the stuff he did before he met her then what the fuck yeah and if it's just people feel bad for her like she has to keep apologizing for him because she keeps crying and being sad all the time because he's not the guy she wanted him to be she's not what she he was what she asked for that's not his fault either no now jay and luke we catch up with them the following morning and she has decided not to sleep in the same room as him so i'm sure he was delighted when he came home from hospital and she wasn't there to go to bed on his own didn't see her till the following morning and she came in and angry well, as well that's good on her as well because nobody wants to shout at somebody when they're not feeling well right okay. so i mean i think that that's that shows that shows that she's a grown-up right she didn't go well i'm right i'm right to be angry and i don't care how sick he is i'm gonna go wake him up and shout at him <laughs> like a man would <laughs> so she gives him a mouthful and then he doesn't know what to do uh because he knows he's in the wrong and rather than uh, deal with it he just goes i'm fucking fuming and has to yeah. stop out to it's, the... it's the group's fault they yeah. threw me under the bus they waited till i was away from the table for five minutes and then they all talked shit about me um that's not how i said it that's not in the way that it was said. That's not what I meant. Um, I'm sorry, love. That's exactly what you said. <laughs> That's exactly what you meant. The only thing you're mad about is that bro code got broken, again by Jordan, and so you've been found out because you don't think any of your mates would have grasped on you, except George did as well. Yeah, and to be fair, I mean, he is trying to backtrack from this, but what I said, he needs a stationary bike because he's got a lot of backpedaling to do at this point. <laughs> but all he's doing is raising that third red flag. Yeah. Um, we'll happily lie about it afterwards. Yeah. He took no account, no accountability for it. Yeah. Said that, that it was, and then actually was quite annoyed with her as well, right? Like, like, like she's like, I was put in a situation. Yeah, I'm mad they did that to you as well. Yeah. <laughs> You did this. You talk shit. You said terrible things. The group doesn't love you as much as you think you do to to lie for you that much. You know? Yeah. It's not. It's like it feels like Luke is still in high school, and the rest <laughs> of everybody else grew up. Like you know, George might make videos in his pants, but at least he's trying to take responsibility for grown up emotional problems that happen within the group, right? Yeah. Whereas Luke is doing that. All right, mates. Let's head down to the strip clubs. Don't tell your misses. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mind you, I, I think George is quite pleased that Jordan's come along because George was copying the flack for, for calling people out previously. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but he but he's scared of getting in trouble. So now he's kept his mouth shut. But then he, he, Jordan opens the door and then George runs through it. <laughs> oh, dear, but yeah. yeah, I imagine Luke's got a pocket full of glitter and nowhere to stand. <laughs> 
Oh, okay. Well, that brings us to the end of the week. Although, oh my God, that's been a hell of a, a week of stuff that's been going on. Oh, yeah, I'd like to apologize to the viewers because it seems like we've just gone all over the fucking place, but we have actually gone chronologically from start to finish. It's just there's so much shit going on with so many people. It just seems like we're dipping and ducking and diving everywhere, yeah. doesn't it? It does. I'm confused and exhausted. It's confusing for us, yes. The good news is that there's another episode next week, and apparently it's going to get even more exciting. You know, I was so upset last night when I realised that it was Thursday. I was like, oh, I can't wait for tomorrow's episode, and then thought, shit, it's not till Monday. (laughs) (laughs) Got to have weekend withdrawal. (laughs) Weekend to reflect on everything. It's all been a bit much. Well, we said previous week it was an emotional roller coaster, but it's just got more and more insane each week. It feels like each week's trying. I'm to hung over itself. from maths. I'm a I'm hung over from maths. Can you believe it? <laughs> we've had a bit of feedback uh, whether we've gone a bit too Love Island this season, yep. and some of those comments have been posted actually on on our last show. So have a look at those. But the general kind of consensus and feeling is that yeah. We have gone a bit to Love Island. We would like to go just maybe a step backwards again. If this is all just a bit too much drama and we want to see a bit more love, a bit more about developing relationships with people. And natural drama. <laughs> and natural drama, absolutely. Because Lord only knows the show provides enough natural drama on its own, usually. Maybe a budget so people can buy a shirt. <laughs> Nice shirts, not check shirts. Nice shirts. I like his shirts. I'm sorry. <laughs> what we would like you also to do is to contribute to us um, some more words for maths bingo. I think... I've got one. Go on. Which one did you um, get? And she's going to hate me because I've lost, I can't find her name now because I forgot to save the message. And I I actually deleted the the photos off my phone for that day. I took a screenshot of it. So now I've I've got the name I've got the thing, but I've lost her name. And it was online content. <laughs> oh yes. That's that's an excellent one. I've had um, a couple a couple of people have come on with that one. So <laughs> I had a lady called Amelia who was going to go for I've got your back. Now that is one of the ones that we've had before um in yeah. last season and um I've got you back. I think is going to be a strong contender. So um, if you hear either of those words this week or any of the words that we've mentioned beforehand, please, please, please raise a glass, have a nibble of a biscuit, chunk a bit of chocolate and enjoy yourselves for the math-tastic world of maths bingo. Um, (laughs) Also, dick of the week. Who the heck are we going to name as dick of the week this week? I mean... There's a swings. There's been JJ, who's was absolutely awful to his partner. We have um, Ella and Nathaniel. They had they had a terrible time and ended up splitting up. We have Peggy constantly picking on George. We have the obvious one of of Jordan and Erica <laughs> keeping the big mouth shut. Come on, guys! You're making this so hard for us. <laughs> so how who are you gonna pick this week 
You know what, Jen, you're right. We've had ups and downs with everybody. People have not been their best selves. Uh, I, uh, yeah, Peggy this week really did wind me up and she was a really strong contender for me. And I honestly, if you, a couple of days yesterday, the day before, I think I probably would have said Peggy. But I've got to say, for me, it's no contest because there's one person in the group who is more concerned with covering their own ass and covering the ass of their mates than being a grown-up and i think that's got to be luke hey luke congratulations luke, dick of the week you are dick of the week let us now. know if you want us to send you your trophy yeah we'll be happy to do so other people have held their trophy up in pride previously <laughs> yes <laughs> yes yeah we've got a lovely picture of cam with his dick of the week it's gone all the way to australia mate Yes, so we're, we're happy to post it out to you. That's no problem at all. Um, we have dicks, we will travel. <laughs> and if you want to make sure that you keep up to date with every single episode that we put out, please hit that follow button. We're doing really, really well in the charts and it's all because of you guys and we really, really appreciate it. If you want to interact with us too, don't forget to answer our Q&As on, our, on the podcast. Yeah. Or follow us on Instagram at uh, Laura on Air if you want to talk to me. And if you want to talk to Jan or me or send us anything funny, please go onto our podcast Instagram. And that's, uh, that's so, Laura on Air pod. So um, once again, darling, we're at the end of the show. We are indeed. And I think that I need might need to go for a lie down now. So thank you. So thank you so much for listening, guys. And we'll see you next week. And that's a goodbye from me. And a goodbye from me. See ya, guys.